Hello everybody, Pastor Jay D'Ambrosio here with Sound of Heaven Church. You're listening to the 1% Christian Podcast. I know this was a bit unplanned, but we are going to start the Gospel of Matthew in the next few days. So I wanted to take a few minutes to actually provide an intro to the Gospel of Matthew, something that I didn't get a chance to do with the Gospel of John. And if you've been following along, we went through the entire Gospel of John from start to finish and had an awesome journey uh, through that. And if you followed along live, what was pretty awesome was that uh, we started from the beginning. I think we went about 50 episodes in and we ended almost like right on time with uh, Resurrection Sunday and Holy Week, uh, which was a pretty cool journey. And with that as well, the plan initially was to have that be a, I know some of you observe Lent, all of us pretty much observe Holy Week uh, and the 40 days leading up to. And that was a focus to say, hey, let's just jump in the word. Let's go for 1% of our day. And by the way, if it is your first time listening, the 1% Christian is the daily Bible study where we take 1% of our day, uh, which is roughly 14 minutes and 40 seconds, and we study God's word. And then we head out to the remaining 99% to do what? To do something amazing with this life that God has given us. Now, uh, because of the response and so many of the awesome messages and so many of you that have really committed on a daily basis to to studying, uh, it really has motivated me to continue. So I thank you for that. And I ask you to take a moment to share uh, both this stream and and share the fact that we are starting the Gospel of John. And anybody who's out there, whether you're a believer or you're not a believer, if you're interested and or just want to learn more about the Bible, it's a great opportunity. Uh, it's not, a, a it, in my mind, a huge commitment. It's a few minutes that we spend together. Uh, but I've gotten a ton of feedback that just even that little bit, right? We say a hundred starts with one. If you want to be a hundred percent in, you got to start with one or you just want to learn one percent of your day is not bad. Listen, we all spend uh, our time in a lot of different ways. Actually, the average adult, I believe, spends about three hours of screen time on their phone per day. So that's a sobering stat there. But I want to jump in and just kind of uh, give us a uh, an introduction, like I said, to the Gospel of Matthew. Now, coming out of John, and the reason why I wanted to do these two first, and I prayed about it because uh, honestly, the uh, part of me wanted to jump right into the book of Acts. But I, I just think it's so important before we go anywhere to really understand the life and the ministry of Jesus. So John and Matthew were actually part of the original 12 disciples versus Mark and Luke, who wrote the other Gospels. Uh, they were part of that first century church. So I don't know where we'll go from here after we're done with Matthew, but I, I wanted to touch on two of the original uh, 12 disciples and their account of Jesus's ministry. And John focused very heavily on the deity of Jesus, the fact that Jesus was God. Remember, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's how John starts. Matthew, of course, 
acknowledges that Jesus is God. But the book of Matthew is very much written toward the Jewish community, and we know that for a couple reasons. One is because Matthew focuses very heavily on uh, the Old Testament and aligning Jesus's teachings with the Old Testament, not just aligning Jesus with the Old Testament, but also showing that Jesus is greater than what we find in the Old Testament, that he fulfills what we see in the whole tes- Old Testament. It also reveals the new that is coming out of the Old Testament and into what we know as the uh, new covenant, okay? Um, we also know that this is the case because of a lot of the references that uh, Matthew makes about Jesus being the Messiah. If you think about what it would have been to minister to the Greeks, right, at that time, and if it was geared toward the Greeks, like Luke's gospel is geared toward a guy named Theophilus, right? But Matthew is focusing on Jesus being the Messiah, that wouldn't have made sense to the Greeks at that time, right? The Jewish Messiah, who cares to them, right? Um, But to the Jewish believers, who the Messiah was, was extremely, extremely important. So let's understand a little bit about Matthew and who he was as a person. First, his name means gift from God in Hebrew. Now, if you like many of us, if he knew Matthew before he met Jesus, you wouldn't think he was a gift uh, from God. He was actually, his profession was among the most detested in all of Israel. He was a tax collector. Back then they were particularly uh, detested because tax collectors, let, let me give you some context here, which is important. The Jewish people were ruled by Rome. Right, we covered that pretty extensively. The Romans would employ Jewish men to be the collectors of taxes. And how these tax collectors would get paid is they would overcharge the people, right? They would charge on top of what they owed. So, in the eyes of many, and maybe rightfully so, the tax collectors were very much robbing their own people. So, they were Jewish men robbing the Jewish people, at least in the eyes of the community. Now, as we see, as we're going to read, Matthew is called upon by Jesus to follow him, and he does. And it says, in, especially in Luke, Matthew is a little bit more humble, that he basically drops everything and leaves. Now, being a tax collector, as much as you were hated, it was very, very lucrative. And you had to be very smart to do it, very concise. And that lended to Matthew's writing of of this. And I think what you'll find as we go through it is Matthew is quite brilliant in how he lays everything out. Actually, tax collectors of that time had to write in shorthand. They were very good at that. Right. And it was probably a similar scenario of what you say can be used against you in the court of law. Right. So as you're talking to the tax collector, the tax collector is sitting there and writing down in shorthand uh, everything that you're saying. Well, this proved to be awesome for Matthew, as we'll see, as he sits down in front of Jesus and takes account to what Jesus says. 
and what Jesus says in many of the sermons that he wrote. What we're going to see in the beginning of Matthew, we're going to find the genealogy of Jesus, the order of the um, of the ancestry of Jesus, which is a a very cool study. And where Matthew is showing that Jesus is the culmination of all scripture. He's the culmination of the bloodline. Okay. We're also going to see Jesus's time in the wilderness, the miracles that he performed. And we're going to see Matthew make a connection between Jesus and Moses in a way. Moses has what? Five books in the Old Testament. And we see uh, Matthew almost break down Jesus's teachings in five separate uh, steps, five separate, separate orders. So we see, we're going to see in the beginning of, of how Jesus got there, his birth, his entrance into his ministry and being glorified. We're going to see the miracles that he did, but also we're going to be able to basically, because of how closely Matthew followed uh, Jesus, we're going to be able to sit at Jesus's feet as we read the Sermon on the Mount. We're going to be able to see what it was like when Jesus sent out the 12. My One of my personal favorites, we're going to read the parables of the kingdom of God. Remember, Jesus spoke in parables. That's something that John didn't pay a whole lot of attention of, to, rather. And why it's so awesome and so important to read the various gospels is because, yes, they're all accounts of Jesus's life and ministry, but they come from men that have different perspective. If you and I went to a baseball game, or let's let's make it a little bit better, a hockey game, I'm a big hockey fan, um, we would be watching what was going on. And if we were meant to give an account of everything that happened, they would be similar, but there would be some things that were different. And actually the different accounts in the varying gospels lend to its credibility, right? It shows that they did not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's something, a word like collaborate, right? They, they didn't, um, something, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, so Matthew, we're going to see in the Sermon on the Mount, how Jesus lays out this awesome teaching on what it's going to be like to live in the kingdom. Now to them, it's, it's future. To us, we can read it and we realize it's what we're living right now. We're going to see what it was like for Jesus's disciples to start doing the things that he did. And everything that Jesus is teaching in here in the parables is to show what it's like to operate in the kingdom of God. And we're going to dissect those. Remember, in John, we were, we were well, maybe you didn't know, I knew. I was trying to get to the point where uh, we were studying the cross at the time of, of Resurrection Sunday and Holy Week. Now we can take our time a little bit, which I think we took our time. We did, we did really good in the uh, previous, I guess you can call it, season. Matthew's also going to cover the greatness of the kingdom of God and then the coming kingdom and the judgment, which was to them, absolutely. And it closes out with the most, to me, as, as an evangelist at heart, the charge of the great commission, which is something that was relevant to them. And it's still something that was very is 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 just as relevant to us now. So I am absolutely thrilled to be going through this study with you. We are starting this Monday, 
May the 1st. So we're right there. And we are going to do it every single day. We're going to do it on live stream at, at 8 a.m. in the morning on uh, Facebook Live, on YouTube Live, which, by the way, I have to set up my channel. Uh, it is going to be just like all previous episodes everywhere where you get your podcasts. So I'm going to ask you, how do you get involved? Like, share, subscribe, leave comments, invite people to the study. So many of you have invited friends and family to these studies, and now they're joining with us. And my hope and prayer and belief, I, I absolutely expect it, is that going into this next, because we took a couple weeks off, we're going to have just as much, if not more momentum. This study is going to grow. God is giving us a, a charge here to present the Bible and the gospel in a way that absolutely makes sense, that not only is um, exciting and, and, uh, and um, understandable, but applicable to our lives. So let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you as we go into this study. We ask that you help us to expand this study, but most importantly, that you help to equip us to be everything that we're called to be in this life. I will see you this Monday morning at 8 a.m. on Facebook, on YouTube Live, uh, or you can listen anywhere where you get podcasts. So you can, if you miss it at 8 in the morning, if you got something going on, you can listen to it anytime. But I am super excited to get this study on. I love you guys. My name is Pastor J.D. Ambrosio. I am with Sound of Heaven Church. By the way, check us out at soh.church. You can also download the Sound of Heaven app there. That's a good way to listen to this as well. But even, even beyond that, uh, it is an app that has uh, an awesome online community. You can submit prayer requests. You can chat with us. You can watch all of our teachings. You can live stream our services. Again, that is soh.church. Again, you're listening to the 1% Christian. Remember, 100 starts with one, and I will see you Monday, May the 1st, as we kick off the Gospel of Matthew. Love you guys.